Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman and his friend, the famous Batman, find Captain Donovan of the Detective Bureau unconscious in a hotel room with a strange mark on his forehead. See that mark on his forehead, Batman? Yes. A round orange spot about the size of a quarter. It doesn't look like a bruise, Superman. It isn't a bruise. What is it, then? I don't know, but it indicates that something strange went on here, Batman. Something very strange that I don't understand. The other day, I had a dream to end all dreams. In my dream, I saw a famous columnist named Sidney Snigglegrass Jr. who was rubbing a magic lamp. And as he rubbed that lamp, a gigantic genie suddenly appeared in a puff of smoke. What is thy wish, master? The turban genie asked. And Snigglegrass answered, It is my wish that all people who come to America from foreign countries or whose parents or grandparents or great-grandparents came from foreign countries be exiled to some distant spot. Either that or send them back where they came from. And the genie said, I can grant that wish, master, but there is a law in my land which says that whosoever is sent away from his country and is exiled shall be allowed to take with him whatever he has created. That is, I think, a just law. And if you abide by it, I can grant your desire. That's okay with me, Snigglegrass said. Whatever they'll take with them will be good riddance. And the genie said, So be it, master. Then a miracle happened. That very instant, a fast fleet of boats and Barges and ships sprung up from all over, and into them flocked millions and millions of Americans of foreign ancestry. And then they took with them what they had created in America. And Snigglegrass, watching with glee, suddenly felt his blood run cold, for a terrible sight greeted his eyes. A little later, I'll tell you what it was, so just keep listening. And now, the adventures of... Superman! A mysterious man known to the underworld as the Count cleverly used cub reporter Jimmy Olsen as a decoy and escaped from gangsters with a fortune in diamonds. But his ruse almost cost the lives of Jimmy and the famous Batman and Robin. Superman rescued his three friends and was then told by police inspector Henderson to meet him at the downtown hotel where Captain Donovan of the detective bureau had trailed the Count. Arriving at the hotel before Henderson, Superman and Batman entered the Count's room where they found only Captain Donovan, unconscious on the floor. On his forehead was a strange, round, orange mark, about the size of a quarter. What do you make of this, Superman? I don't know, Batman, but... Uh-oh. Well, what's the matter? I've got to get back into Clark Kent's clothes. Inspector Henderson just got out of the elevator. How do you know? Oh, your x-ray vision, eh? Right. Henderson knows me very well at Kent, so I don't want him to see too much of me as Superman. You might suspect my double identity. Oh, well, hurry up. I hear his footsteps. <laughs> Jumping to hospital. What happened to Donovan? I don't know, Inspector. Kent and I just found him like this. Hey, hey. 
What's this orange mark on his forehead? Well, Fat Man and I were wondering about that, Inspector. I Never think it mind was... your theories now, Kent. Somebody call the hotel desk right away and see if there's a doctor okay, around. Okay, I'll do it. Oh. Oh, Donovan's coming around, Inspector. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Never mind the doctor, Batman. Oh. Get some water. Right. Uh, Henderson. Call Inspector Henderson. I'm right here, Donovan. Hurry up with that water, please. Right up. Uh, How long have you and Batman been here, Kent? Uh, Not more than five minutes. The diamond. Keep away. What's that, Donovan? said something about diamonds and keep away. Here's the water, Inspector. Oh, thanks. Here, Donovan. Drink uh, what you been uh, mumbling, Mark? Something about diamonds. Uh, you, uh, you feel better now? I, I guess so. Oh, Inspector, I, I wanted easy, to... Easy, boy, easy. Here, give me a hand with him, Batman. All right. You, uh, sit him in that chair. Right. I got him. All right. I'm with him. Easy, boy. Uh, uh, there. Uh, how's it now, Donovan? A little better. Good, good. Now tell me... Uh, the crowd, he got away. Put out an alarm for him. Relax, relax. I've already done that. Uh, now, tell me what happened here, Donovan. Did the count slug you? No. You were right, Father. Uh-huh. He didn't touch me. Then how did he get away, and what happened to you? I, I don't know, Inspector. You don't know? Well, I do, and I don't, but I I can't make any sense out of it. Now, look here, Donovan. Start from the beginning. Yes, sir, but I, I warn you, Inspector, you won't believe it. Well, we'll see. Just start talking. All right. But I didn't have too much trouble locating our man... After Miss Lane of the Daily Planet remembered that the mobsters who grabbed Jim Olson had mentioned somebody named the Count. So you traced him here to the downtown hotel, huh? Yes. All right. Now, go on from there, Donovan. Well, I came up here with Sam Nichols of my staff. Yeah? When we got off the elevator, we saw somebody come out of a room of the hall. Uh-huh. From this room, it was. He started toward us, and then he saw who we were, and he ducked down the stairs. Who was it? Joe Critchell. What? That crooked jewel fence? Yes, Inspector. Well, I'll be a monkey. So I told Nichols to go after Critchell... And I walked over here, and I rapped on the Count's door. Uh-huh. He was playing coy, but when I told him who I was, he opened the door right away, and I went in with my gun in my hand. He was all alone, dressed fit to kill. Same old phony English accent. Cool as a cucumber. Well, 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 if it isn't my old friend, Captain Donovan. That's right, Count. How are you, old chap? Long time no see. No, not since the last time I put you on the train to the big house, three years ago. Now, now, old boy, must we recall that sordid event? No, all you have to recall is what you smuggled in on the Eastern Queen yesterday and get it up. Look here, there must be some mistake, Captain. I don't know what you're talking about. Now, look, Count, let's not waste time. I know those mobsters weren't waiting for you on the pier yesterday to relieve you of your toothbrush. And they weren't after the package of broken glass that you slipped to Jim Olsen, either. I don't follow you at all, old man. No, well, let me refresh your memory. You know those mobsters followed Olsen and grabbed him just like you figured they would. While you got away with whatever they really wanted. I want to know who they were so I can find Olsen. And I also want the stuffed jewels, probably, if I know you, that you smuggled in on the Eastern Queen. But I didn't smuggle in anything. And I know nothing of mobsters or of this chap Jim Olsen or anything else you're talking about. I tell you, you've made a mistake, Captain. Okay, Count, have it your way, but it's going to go harder on you. Now, you just sit down in that chair and don't move when I go over this place. What, uh, what happened then, Donovan? Well, I... I went over this room, Inspector, and I finally found what I wanted in the bathroom. Oh? It was in the water tank. What was it? A lumpy package about ten inches long, Kent. What? It was wrapped in a kind of oil skin, and yet it, it wasn't really oil skin. It, it was metallic. Never mind that detail. What was in it? Diamonds, Inspector. Diamonds? They're the biggest diamonds I ever saw, about a dozen of them. What? what? So help me, they were as big as hen's eggs. And though they hadn't been polished much, they were still so brilliant they almost blinded me. Or the light deep inside them did. A light? Yes, it was a kind of change in blue and purple and red light. Huh. I know quite a bit about diamonds. I never saw any like these before. And there was something like stone or iron clinging to them. Stone or iron? That's right, Kent. But listen to the rest of it. That's what really gets me. I started back into the room here with the diamonds. The Count was sitting in that chair. He started laughing. When he saw 
So you found them, eh, Captain? Sure, you should have known that I would count. Where in thunder... What's the matter, Captain? I, I don't know. I feel... Stay in that chair, Count. I certainly will. For the time being. Something's wrong. I, I'm going to... I'm going to call headquarters. Don't move, Count. I, I've got my gun on you. Don't worry, Donovan. I won't move. Oh, the going out of me. I, I just managed to reach the phone and call you, Inspector. I think. When I hung up, I couldn't even sit in the chair anymore. I was that weak. Hey, Scott. I just toppled over on the floor and I... I couldn't even close my fingers under my gun when the Count came across the room, rolled up the bundle of diamonds fast with his foot, snapped some rubber bands around it, and put it in his pocket. And then he walked out, huh? Yes, sir. And you passed out. Yeah, I must have. I, I don't remember any more till I came to just now. Hey, I don't get this. No, neither do I. What do you make of it, Clark? Got me baffled. Captain Donovan, you sure the Count didn't touch you? I'm absolutely positive. Well, all I can figure, then, is that those strange diamonds had something to do with the captain's spell. The diamonds? How could they have anything to do with it, Jess? I don't know, Inspector, but they must Inspector, have had... Inspector, I... Yeah, yeah, what's the matter, Donovan? I'm passing out again. Weak. Oh, Clark. I got him. Donovan. Donovan! Lacey's out cold. Say, what's going on here? Clark! Inspector, look. Well, what is it? That round orange mark on Donovan's forehead. Great Scott. It's grown as big as a half dollar. Eyes wide, Clark Kent, Batman, and Inspector Henderson stare down at the unconscious detective captain and at the strange orange disc-like mark on his forehead, which now has grown to almost twice its original size. We'll be back in a moment for another startling development. So keep listening. Say, gang, you'll remember that in my dream, Sidney Snigglegrass Jr. rubbed his magic lamp and asked the genie to deport all Americans of foreign ancestry. The genie had agreed, but only on the condition that all those people be permitted to take with them what they had created right here in America. And so vast fleets of boats and barges sprang up, and millions and millions of Americans marched on board. And then Snigglegrass became petrified with horror, for these millions and millions of people who were taking with them what they had created in America were taking almost everything. They were taking the highways. They were taking the highways and the farms that had been hewed out of the wilderness by Irish, Slavs, and Swedes and the many millions of farms made fertile by the Germans and the Dutch. They were loading the billions of garments woven by the Jews and Italians, and whole cities of skyscrapers and subways were going up that gangplank. For these were the things created by the toil of the millions whose ancestors had all been foreigners, who had come from the four corners of the world when the call had gone out that America needed immigrants to make America great, and the whistles blew and the boats sailed away. And then there was a great and strange silence. And in that silence, nothing could be heard. Nothing but the frightening whimpering of Sidney Snigglegrass, Jr., who, gazing over the barren landscapes with no highways and cities to be seen, cried, Genie, Genie, but there was no answer. For the Genie was a foreigner also. And now, back to the adventures of Superman! Captain Donovan of the Metropolis Detective Bureau has just lost consciousness again, and Clark Kent and Batman are placing him on the couch as Inspector Henderson leaps to the telephone, which rings before he can pick it up. Hang up, please, whoever you are. This is Police Inspector Henderson and his... What? Oh, Healy, yeah. Listen. What? What's that? Say that again. What is it? I can't believe it. Look, Look, Healy, get over here at once with an ambulance. Right. Yeah, I'll look into it. So long. What happened, Inspector? Yeah, you're white as a sheet. Listen to this. Three people have just been reported mysteriously stricken unconscious. And each one of them has a round orange spot on his forehead, just like Donovan's. 
three more people. Three and Captain Donovan, unconscious, with strange orange marks on their foreheads. No wonder Clark Kent, Batman, and Inspector Henderson stand as if stunned, trying to understand this amazing occurrence. What does it mean? Kent, groping for an answer, suggested that the Count's smuggled diamonds might be responsible. But how could that be? And what will happen next? A lot more happens in tomorrow's exciting episode, gang. So don't fail to listen. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station for Chapter 7 of The Secret of Meteor Island on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine that is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for the Superman adventure serial soon to be shown at your local movie theater. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Adventure Parade, which follows in just a moment. And right after Adventure Parade, you'll hear Tom Nix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>